Hello and welcome to the multiverse of marketing. I am Crash and Burn, and with me, as always, is J.R. Sweeney. Hello. Hello, spooky news. I don't know. Uh, uh, boo to you. It, sure. It's almost Halloween. <laughs> yeah. When we're recording this, by the time it comes out, it will be after. Yeah, it'll be almost Christmas by then. Uh (laughs) (laughs) I hope not. Oh, Um. God. Uh, (laughs) uh, But but don't you want to, to, as with every uh, good Christmas of memory in the 80s, go down to the tree in the morning and unwrap that hot new sexy Transformer, possibly episode two of the Transformers robots in really bad books. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, that pretty much describes my entire childhood is just (laughs) like hot new Transformer. Oh, it's disappointing. Fuck. Ah, 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 ah. Yeah, 20, 20 minutes later. Ah, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Shit. Ah. <laughs> uh, oh, the the Christmas stories I have about Transformers. Like the time my ex-fiance's uh, mom hated me for the rest of our relationship because of a Transformer. Oh. Uh, yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> Do do tell. (laughs) Uh, No, it was, uh, you know, during. So at that point, I was like 21 Mm -hmm. and my family was at that time refusing to buy me toys because they were just like, you're an adult. Now, (laughs) eventually, eventually they realized them not buying me toys was not going to stop me getting toys. Mm. Uh, So they're just like, fine, whatever. That's what you like. Okay. But at that time, they were trying to, like, break me of it or whatever. And uh, at the time, uh, they had just started Transformers Armada, Armada. And the leader class i they weren't calling it that that at that time but it was the big uh optimus prime mm-hmm. uh had just come out and it was uh it's fucking cool i'm sorry like i know armada is one of those that people are like eh, it's poking pokeformers but i'm sorry <laughs> transformers armada is fucking Optimus Prime is fucking awesome because his trailer transforms by itself, depending on what mode you have the cab in. If it's a cab, the trailer is a trailer. If it's Mm. in robot mode, it automatically transforms into a base. And if you transform it into the top half of Super Optimus Prime, it automatically transforms into the lower half. That is still fucking cool. Okay. that, That smart design is what it is. Yeah. It's very, it's insanely cool. Anyway, so I, I had complained to my fiance at that time that I was like, well, I want that. I can't afford it. And there's no way my family's going to get it for me. So, um, the, she went home for the holidays and told her mom this, they came back (laughs) the 
um, the day after Christmas and they had bought me one, hmm. uh, which is very nice. It's very nice. Um, at that time, we were not yet even engaged. We had been dating for a few months. Hmm. Um, so the day at uh, Christmas Day, I had uh, gotten cash from my family. That they'll do. They would do during this time. Um, and so as soon as Walmart opened the day after Christmas, I went and bought a fucking Optimus Prime. And so they came over after the when they got into town and they were like, we got you something. And I opened it and I'm like, holy shit. And uh, it was very nice. Uh, but I had to be like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I went this morning and bought one. And as a result, her mom hated me for the rest of our relationship. Now, in my defense, I had no reasonable expectation that they would do such a thing. I had met yeah. them once. So why would I why would I think they would spend 40 bucks or something like that on a present for me? I. But yeah, for the remaining two or three years of our relationship, she wanted no, she was just pissed at me. And I'm like, wow. OK, anyway, over, over that, well, over like, that, like, I, I'd say that they managed to like, you know, like they 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 chose right. They made they made the good choice. It was just like weirdly badly timed due to kismet. She must have gone through some fucking shit trying to buy that toy. <laughs> I had to I punch know. out a nun. <laughs> then then like rectify myself and my soul with punching out that nun and then who was behind me in line while i was waiting to pay the fucking nun i punched you know and i was perfectly willing to return the one i bought i wanted to keep the one they got me because i genuinely appreciated it but whatever mm -hmm. fuck them fuck them uh. and their daughter uh anyway <laughs> Dreamwave. That's what we're talking about today. Yeah, fuck that and its daughter. Sure. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we we started, of course, by talking about the Marvel years, but those are over. We're done. Yeah. The good times uh, are gone for yeah. a while. <laughs> uh, there weren't any Transformers comics beyond, like, random weird shit occasionally. Um, maybe and the I, odd... I, I, Again, I'm amazed that they never did a Beast Wars Beasties tie-in at the time. It well, was so obvious. Yeah. yeah. Um, all they ever... I think there were the odd, like, uh, pack-in comics. Like, during the... When they came out with the... Uh, the Bat Optimus Prime and Alligator Megatron... There was a comic included with that and stuff like that, because that's just kind of what they did at that time. Uh, but no, there were no there were no real Transformers comics uh, for nine years. Um, so our story this time around begins <laughs> with superstar artist Pat Lee and his brother Roger Lee not a superstar artist. Pat was discovered um, by Rob Liefeld. 
And so Pat and Roger started a an imprint at Image, ostensibly. The stuff I'm reading says they started an imprint. They started Dreamwave Productions in 1996. Hmm. But honestly, I don't see anything that has Dreamwave branding on it. So they yeah, may they, have... They, they, they may have called themselves Dreamwave Productions at that time, but so what? Yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's like two friends being like, you know what we should do? You know what we should do? We should make like our own comic books. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we'll call right. it this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, right. no, you, you haven't founded anything yet. You so, are just going, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Pat uh, was doing various work for um, Image at the time. He worked on uh, blood pool, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, mm-hmm. And generally speaking, who gives a shit? Um, I mean, yeah, th- this is late 90s image. Who gives a shit is more or less the entire, like, zeitgeist. <laughs> uh, depending. I mean, you know, Astro City was going at that point, so. Um, this is but- true. I always consider Astro City in the same vein as like, listen, if you get like like someone like Alan Moore to touch a project, it no longer is at image. It it, it leaves and it goes and finds Fair like enough. artistic um, friends to hang out with. But over at uh, America's Best. <laughs> he did in 1999 work on a Wolverine Punisher crossover, um, which was. Yeah. Wolverine Punisher oh, Revelation. Um, <laughs> but. Mm. The, the revelation is just how well, crappy this very obvious team up is. Uh, so crappy that if I recall, Garth Ennis actually, uh, uh, when he teamed Punisher and the Wolverine up in uh, uh, fucking Jesus Christ, Marvel Knights. Uh, he intentionally include a bunch of like insults directly to that book. Mm, I don't doubt it. Um, the, (laughs) the thing about it is when, when you look at Pat Lee drawing human beings, it is totally Mm. believable that he is a protege of Rob Liefeld. Um, yes. But I mean, even, even so like, uh, in preparation for this, I decided to like, you know, have at the ready a wikipedia article of pat lee in case i needed to call upon it and when you google pat lee wikipedia or just pat lee artist transformers uh instead of wikipedia itself or anything useful uh you get one of the transformers wikis and at the top of it in in glorious black and white is an image of him uh, with a faded out image of himself behind him and Kanji. Uh, and he's he's wearing a puff jacket or vest, no shirt, very short shorts and boots. And just like, here is my abs. Here's my abs. Look at my abs. Abs, 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 abs. And it's just one uh, total throwback to the terrible Rob Liefeld jeans ad, except like Rob never had a, a Pat Lee's body. Uh, well, at least two, Rob was paid for that. Like, <laughs> this is just vanity. Was just like, do you want to appear in an ad? And he's like, sure. And Calvin Klein was like, here's some money. 
Pat Lee presumably did that free of charge. Like, <laughs> and that uh, someday we're going to have to do an entire episode on like when artist, comic book artists and writers become famous and the things that they end up doing because sweet fucking Jesus, Todd, stop it. Stop it, Todd. Must we? We must. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, f- from what I could see, like even just looking at this photo of him, suddenly I realized I like all of his work came together in my mind. Mm-hmm. So like you got someone like Rob Liefeld. Uh, Rob always draws from like the neck down and then up he he the neck and the muscles there are the most important ones to him then you get the pecs pecs neck then you get to like the rest of the body and the mischief and arms and the non-existent feet and the head that is like always a square unless it's a woman then it's like a half moon yeah he doesn't exactly have made me uh, uh, designs no. and like Jim Lee for for all his wonderful uh, uh, talent and such always starts with the teeth. Jim Lee starts drawing the teeth. They are gritted. OK, now we can draw the rest of the character. Pat Lee, I believe, begins at the core and he draws his own abs every time, even if it's a robot and and builds out from there and suddenly Every single design he's ever made makes sense. Yeah, I buy that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, he did all this work for Image. Um, and then, um, ugh. Then they actually, <laughs> in, in 2001, they struck out on their own and began Dreamwave productions proper um Mm -hmm. and by and large dreamwave productions didn't really have a lot that was worthwhile um they had a lot of licensed series like Mega Man, metroid prime they had the ninja turtles for a hot minute uh Mm -hmm. devil may cry um things like that but in terms of their original series it's just a whole lot of nothing um they all i can't even actually think of one honestly like because they largely abandoned them by about 2003 um everything you know you look at their uh like transformers comics those those continued into nearly 2005 um Mm. Those were there right up until the moment Dreamwave closed their doors. But there is literally nothing of their original series that goes past 2003. Uh, Which is good. I'm glad they didn't keep wasting money on those because none of them were worthwhile. I picked up an issue or two of their original comics just to see if, like, they could occasionally fall backwards into a good book. And no, they could not. Um, oh no, oh no, but the the trend Dreamwave got the Transformers license at the end of 2001, and it is hard to express how it how much excitement there was about Pat Lee's Transformers in the lead up to the series coming out because Pat Lee, seriously, 
it, I mean, it seems like the kind of thing that it's just like, eh, who cares? But no, oh. if you oh, yeah. went into a comic shop, there were big posters of his Optimus Prime and his mm-hmm. Megatron. He had done these mm-hmm. prints of the two leaders and they were standing, they would were like squatting on Autobot and Decepticon logos and people went apeshit for them. They were on t-shirts. They were just everywhere for a hot minute there. And in fairness, they are good. They they are good. They, they are. And I completely understand how the industry, especially at the time coming out of the nineties and kind of starved for the next thing went, is this a thing? Maybe it is. Maybe he shall be our new savior for the next generation. Yeah. Because at that point, like no one knew what the fuck to do there. Uh, uh, comics. Marvel had almost died at this point. Uh, DC was kind of like they were in the middle of the crisis to crisis era. So like if you dug it, you dug it. If you didn't, it was fucking boring. Yeah. Uh, image, like I said, like was mostly just an imprint for danger girl. If I recall at this moment, Savage dragon. Well, image image's name was very apt at the beginning of its run because a lot Mm -hmm. of it was very style over substance. Um, they can't write. Yeah. (laughs) It it ain't called word. (laughs) Um, and so, you know, you had the odd thing here or there, like Astro City, or, um, you know, you had Straczynski doing uh, Rising Stars at Top Cow. Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot about Rising Stars. Oh, it's so, so good. good. It's so, so good. I, I really want more of that. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so when when dreamwave started doing the transformers comics it was it was huge because it was very dynamic uh mm-hmm. poses uh no one had ever seen like these kinds of like like it, the only way to really describe them is kind of like uh uh anthropomorphized transformers like instead of it just being your a humanoid shape they had like they had muscle groups yeah made out of the 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 parts that they are and like no one had done it's it's one of those basic things that's like that seems so simple and yet no one had done it and i vividly remember how uh garb sheamus would fill his wolverine magazine full of transformers (laughs) so like every issue you get about five solid pages of just did this transformer art all over the place usually the same image like a couple of images uh, every issue but like when when garb sheamus is distracted away from his obsessive love affair with logan you know something's fucking happening yeah um unfortunately the love affair was not to last because um no you know what the the comics always sold reasonably well, uh, but what we discovered is Pat Lee at that time could do pinups. He was a shit comic artist. Um, and and when you mm-hmm. look at those early uh, that is that first because the the two 
Transformers Generation 1 miniseries that they put out are two very different beasts, so I'm going to talk about the first one first. In that, you would have mm -hmm. these panels where something would look really good, and there would be the odd one here or there. The humans looked like shit. Hands down, every time across the board. They were garbage. <laughs> but... It's kind of funny how bad they looked and, like, how relatively yeah. incredible the Transformers are. Yeah. When you actually, when you're trying to read it as a comic, it's bad. And the the thing about it is, when you look at, when you look at a writer and artist in a comic, it's like the director, cinematographer, and editor, editor in a movie. When all three are firing on all cylinders, then you get a scene that even if you have no sound or subtitles, you can basically follow what's going on. You may not get the specifics or anything mm -hmm. like that, but you're able to tell from one shot to the next what is happening, who's where, what the general feeling of the scene is. And comics are much the same way. Mm -hmm. When the writer and the artist are firing on all cylinders, then you don't necessarily, you can look at a page sans dialogue and still have an idea of what's happening from panel to panel. And that's kind of important a because absolutely. it's literally sequential art. <laughs> like that's kind of a thing you need. Yeah. Like that, that's actually how I learned how to read because you just like, you pick up the words mm -hmm. as you're going and such, but the sequential art actually uh, assists with that. If you already have a vague idea of what the story is, then you can start looking for patterns mm -hmm. in the words. It's I, I, yeah, it comic books are the, one of the ultimate mediums uh, for expressing an idea like even more so than movies, uh, as Grant Morrison would go on sure. and on and on about. You can stop it, you can start it, you can go anywhere you want in it. Right. Um, that is not Pat Lee. <laughs> Pat Lee, those issues, even with dialogue, you had to reread some of them, some of those pages three or four times to figure out what the fuck was going on. And... That mm -hmm. was then compounded later on because instead of doing the cool Transformers art that he'd been doing, by the time of uh, Volume 2, they all looked inflatable. Um, I don't... It's... it's Look. You can call it whatever you want. You can call it an anime influence. You can call it whatever. Uh, the Transformers in Volume 2 of the Generation 1 comic from Dreamwave look like balloons. Um, and that was another strike. Um, but then... So you you started branching out a little bit. They had a um, an Armada comic that was then uh, replaced by an Energon comic when that switchover happened. Uh, they they started doing stuff like War Within, and War Within was 
better um, in that it had art by Don Figueroa, uh, who's really good. And I and the fact that it's on Cybertron at the beginning of the war means you got all kinds of cool new designs for um, mm-hmm. for the Transformers. And in fact, if you look at some of the pre-Earth modes of various Transformers in the toy lines, some of those are directly inspired by Figueroa's art from War Within. Cool. On board with all of that. The only problem is the comic was written by Simon Furman. And given that it had been um, nine plus years since Simon Furman had written a Transformers comic, and my brain had developed that much more in those nine plus years, I came to realize (laughs) Simon Furman is kind of a shitty writer. Unfortunately, the people Uh who run the Transformers license have yet to work that out. But... Uh, so you have all of these comics, but on the one hand, they are more adult than, um, Mm. the cartoon was or the comics back in the day were, um, you know, there's no cursing or anything like that. There's no robo nudity as a general rule, except when Ultra Magnus strips off the armor. Mm. Oh yeah. I mean that's different. Mm. Mm. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> oh yeah, condescend to me, Daddy. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> the it was generally like a more adult take on the Transformers. However. Mm-hmm. It is not a good take on the Transformers because ultimately, like even War Within, the Decepticons are just evil. That's their motivation is that, yeah. you know, whatever MacGuffin they may introduce, whatever thing that they have Megatron after, he's still just evil for the sake of being evil. You know, IDW's run could be hit or miss, but at least they were giving these characters a measure of depth. Um, you know, trans uh in the IDW Transformers, um Megatron was a mining was a miner uh who mm-hmm. first went bad when he killed a cop trying to defend somebody else. And he's he's a revolutionary taking on the corrupt Autobot society that they're living in at that at that time. And the society is, in fact, corrupt. And IDW does a lot of really cool shit with that. But in this. Mm -hmm. Megatron is just a two dimensional mustache twirling villain still. So, um. (laughs) while the art had ostensibly matured uh, in the intervening years, the writing had not. It was more convoluted, certainly. Um, Hmm. I don't... Which is, like, really impressive when you consider the storylines that the uh, original Marvel Transformers just went, like, fucking off on. I mean, like, 
so obviously you've read all of this and I read like a little bit of it for this episode. Uh, the difference is Marvel Transformers at its worst. I wanted to figure oh. out what the fuck was happening. It's like, I, no, 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 I, I can get my head around this. I know I can get my head around this. I grew up reading Chris Claremont. You can't stop me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the 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 bad new stuff or newer stuff, right. I didn't want to. Your brain rejects it and then goes, find something else to fucking yeah. do with your life. And you're like, yeah, this is like offensive level yeah, comic um, books. And that's pretty much... For me, there was a lot of, you know, when it first started coming out, I was I was the happy little fanboy who was just like, yay, new Transformers. But yeah, as things went along and it started getting just terrible, uh, well, increasingly terrible. Uh, yeah, my brain started saying, you know, you could be doing anything else right now. There are people you know studying to be doctors, and you're doing this. Is this what you were put on Earth for? <laughs> to read more Simon Furman? And <laughs> why? Why would a creator make something yeah. suffer so? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, it's it's real bad. It's real bad, and. Uh, it's real bad. Now, fortunately, it was short lived. Um, yeah, and, and like that—that's—that's got to be like the the true power of uh, the, this IP of Transformers is that anytime they have shit and like, woohoo! Sometimes they take a big old fucking shit right in the middle of the room and they're like they'll point at it and be like aren't you proud of us and he'll be like you just took a shit in the middle of the room but five minutes later if that shit does not play they'll be like i don't know mowing your lawn and and handing out blowjobs or something they will go out of their way to make sure that like we'll get something right eventually here and we'll keep yeah. trying until we do and we'll keep trying and trying and trying and trying. Cause like this Transformers prints money. Let's, you know, let's face it. No matter what, um, I, uh, uh, we're shopping for, uh, my girlfriend's nephew, uh, cause he's mm -hmm. like six or something. And, uh, we were down the toy aisle for his birthday, uh, uh last week. And, <laughs> I, I I saw some shit in that toy aisle, that's for sure. But like, there was a a ton of Transformers, uh, a ton of Transformers. There was there was also a lot of very strange uh, pro wrestling ones, and I saw Mae West. There was a Mae West toy, which like every kid wants a Mae West toy. Oh yeah, absolutely. But like, holy fucking shit, Transformers! It has never uh, stopped. I'm, I'm trying to imagine. Uh, the kid who gets a Mae West toy and it came with the hand. So like the kid has to get that as well, or else they're going to be like, why is there an extra hand? Right. Well, and you know, the thing about it is like that kid's got a long road ahead of them. I'm sorry. Like <laughs> you are not, you are not, you are never going to be like the other kids at your school. And I'm sorry <laughs> for that. 
you're awesome. I love you, but you you have got you have got a long life of people misunderstanding you, assuming things. Uh, you know, like, yeah, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry about the state of the world, but by the same token, you're seven. Don't buy the May West toy. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but yes, there are a lot of Transformers. Uh, uh, however, as I said, most of them, unfortunately, are not geared, are not aimed at getting seven-year-olds on board. They're mostly for... No, no. Some of that stuff was very Yeah, it is looking. all for people my age. And that's distressing. But anyway. Uh, unfortunately, as much as I, as much as the, dis the slow death of Dreamwave Productions makes me happy on like a visceral level, uh, it does come with the, with the asterisk of, but a lot of creators were hurt, um, because... Ah, I mean, if yes. you go on Wikipedia, Pat Lee's wiki page is a little bit of biography, but then the controversy section is longer because <laughs> there was a lot of in the in the last days of Dreamwave, creators were not getting paid, um, which isn't surprising when a company is not doing well. But the what is surprising is the sheer level of fuckery uh that that pat lee mm. was engaging in um not only were artists not being paid but they when dreamwave went under they were found out they were on the hook for debts uh in in the terms fuck? of like they would be sending their art to canada uh for dreamwave to then turn around and pr produce it uh and Dreamwave was not paying for the postage at, all, at any point in a lot of this. And so then people like Don Figueroa and uh, Alex Milne and others were suddenly discovering that they owed money for sending this stuff. Um, they were not getting paid for what they were doing. Uh, <clears throat> Alex Milne uh supposedly worked as a ghost artist on cyberforce even though pat lee was the only one credited um there were there was a lot of as the company was circling the toilet pat lee was diverting work from dreamwave productions to the new company he'd set up called dream engine uh oh, there was a company off. porsche that Oh, fuck that all then the way just off. became Pat Lee's just a lot of shit. And um, and Pat Lee has tried to say, well, you know, the company wasn't doing well. Uh, so, yeah, there was a lot of people not getting paid. And it's like, yeah, but you set up a whole new company like that's shady as fuck, man. Yeah. Uh, that's super yeah. shady. And like he, I, I'm, I'm amazed that he was not sued into oblivion. I, you know, I 
I know that a couple of creators were pursuing that, uh, but I do not know where that actually went. Now, Pat Lee, for a while there, then proceeded to do... He did some work for uh, Marvel with the X-Men Fantastic Four crossover. Um, He did House of M, Iron Man, um, things like that. But since then, there's not been a lot of a lot from Pat Lee, and all I can say is, bye. So, <laughs> well, I I can't think of a more irrelevant crossover uh, title or tie-in title than uh, what's Iron Man doing during House of M? Fuck him! I don't give a yeah. shit. Fuck him! He is a human base human fuck. Fuck him. Yeah. Pretty much. So, um, so yeah. Uh, now, some of these folks have proceeded to find other work doing other things. Some of them, uh, I know Don Figueroa has done some stuff for IDW during their run with Transformers, uh, so on and so forth. And, you know, I hope... I hope they do well because some of the artists that were working on it at the time were talented people. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just, you know, got roped in by a dude who was more, more interested in ripping them the fuck off. So uh, I wish them all well, even Simon Furman, like Simon Furman's a shitty writer. I'm sorry, but I don't, bear him personal animus um yeah and someone clearly likes his writing because he keeps getting hired well yeah i mean he will until the day he dies he will have uh a home with whoever has the transformers license because there is a section of fans that has a giant heart on for him and that's fine you know if you like simon Furman's writing that that's fine i guess um Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. some people really like uh torchwood from the bbc and those people are wrong some people can be wrong yeah um i mean not all of it is bad some of it's real bad but i like yanto (laughs) yanto's good I like everyone likes Yanto. Everyone likes Yanto. I liked that. There's there's nothing of substance to say by saying I like Yanto. It's like saying I like chocolate. No, I like Burn Gorman on the show and uh, stuff like that. But yeah, that that, Burn Burn Gorman's great in everything he touches. But Cyber Cyber Woman. Woman, Yes, Cyber Cyber Woman. Woman was just ridiculously bad. And anyway, that's a whole other thing. Um. (laughs) this is a doctor who podcast now um join me for my five hour rant about the four or five um, six five six seven ah fuck them whatever like i said i i bear none of the creators any ill will whatsoever i hope they're all doing great uh i hope that they get everything their heart desires and then they can find and Find Pat Lee, call him up and be like, I am doing so well. How are you? 
and he can just be like, well, someone broke into my tent and stole all my shit. And they can like take a, a personal and uh, just almost sexual delight in that, <laughs> in that conversation. I want that for them. Um, yeah. I, I want them to be able to, to afford personally as, as artists um, to, to get to, to get together and reunite the members of love Inc and pay them to follow Pat Lee around singing. You're a superstar sarcastically. <laughs> That's how much success I hope. Sure. They have. Um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, Pat Lee, on the other hand, he, um, I hope, <laughs> I hope he develops the galloping crotch rot. Um, <laughs> I, I hope that everything he touches fails, uh, before he ever has a chance to inflict it on anyone else. Um, I hope that the moment he decides to do something, it fails so that he can't rope other people into it and fuck them over yet again. <laughs> I hope that um, the next time I hear about Pat Lee, it's in memoriam. I do not want to have anything <laughs> to do with that man ever again. And that's not to say I hope he dies. It's just to say that I do not want to hear about him again until there is a disgraced former Transformers artist, Pat Lee, passes away at whatever age. Um, so, yeah. Fuck Dreamwave. <laughs> Ah, oh, oh, we haven't had a good like fuck this uh property in particular episode yet. And it's just so nice that you can focus it on one person in particular. Yeah, it is. It is it is. It they become they become like a specific thing to direct all your hate toward. And it's so rewarding. Cuz yeah, like, you know, everybody else even if the even if I didn't like what they were producing, okay, they were hired to do a thing. Like, whatever, you're you're an artist and you're good at drawing transformers, get a paycheck, whatever. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah. Oh God. Pat Lee feels hating. Pat Lee feels so good. Uh, <laughs> nearly accidentally said Pat Lee feels so good and. Uh, I don't I mean like those abs those abs yeah but he would be a really selfish lover like oh yeah he wouldn't even notice you're there <laughs> would be it would be so bad it would negate previous orgasms you'd had uh taking back orgasms yeah. it <laughs> would retroactively ruin previous sex Congratulations, um, starting... you're now a virgin. Wait, what? Yeah, you you're like a 40-year-old virgin. Oh no! Oh, and it would no! start with the best ones. Like it wouldn't <laughs> negate the shitty ones first. It would it would start with the really, really good ones. And then all that would be left <laughs> was like the the just fucking terrible sex. 
Anyway, I, I, I like it. It's back to the future uh, logic too. Like if you were an impartial viewer at the time, you just see the event and the people like, like the bed and you and whoever just like fade out of existence and the yeah. room changes slightly. And it's like, it never happened. Biff yep. Tannen's the president. Yeah, that's exactly how it would go. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. So fuck Pat Lee, but do not actually fuck pat lee uh that does not go well for anybody um and uh next time i guess we'll talk about dreamwave or not dreamwave idw <laughs> no not again not again oh god welcome to the dreamwave podcast this is just dreamwave over and over again it's like a we, twilight we... zone episode we we noticed that there was no Dreamwave podcast, and we were like, oh, that's a niche to fill. And we started doing it and realized, oh, no, it's not a niche. It's a trap. It is. It's it's some sort of terrible, ironic punishment <laughs> like that. That would be my that would be me. Like, I'll go to hell and it'll it'll just be like you host a super popular podcast. Everybody loves it. But it's Dreamwave all the time. <laughs> well, gee, Satan, at least someday I'll run out of Dreamwave issues to talk about. Oh, they're still printing down here. Mm, daily, my love. Daily. <laughs> there, You will never run out of things to talk about. <laughs> and all of your commercials are for my pillow. Um... <laughs> Anyway, yeah, we'll talk about IDW's Transformers the next time we talk about Transformers. So that's exciting because there's some actual interesting <laughs> stuff there. Have some hope. It yeah, will, it will get better. Uh, uh, not everything is doom and gloom. We just have to, you know, to to get to the other side of hell. We have to pass through it and right. and and right through the devil's butt crack. That is right. as canonically how you exit hell. Yes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it does get better. Unless you're the Mae West toy kid. Then it's just, it's, it's bad. It's never going to get better. I'm sorry. Sorry, kid. I I'm you know, so sorry that you weren't there in the 90s, kid. I mean, you would have been a WCW kid and like, <clears throat> you would have been a loser even then. But... <laughs> Oh, boy. Anyway, uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, email us at uh, Multiverso Madness or Multiverso Marketing at <laughs> gmail.com. If there's yeah, something we, you'd we, like. we, we should see if we can get that other title. No one else is using it. Right. 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 Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, but if there's something you'd like to see us add to the list uh we can maybe do that or it may already be on there you know who the fuck are you that you think you know better than us you think you understand the list better than us the list the list the list was old when the world was young the list. anyway um <laughs> so yeah uh like rate and subscribe and all that stuff uh, you know, give us a rating wherever you listen, because that gets us in front of more people. Or don't. You're an adult, presumably. You can do whatever you want. 
I hope you're an adult after we talked about fucking Pat Lee. Um, <laughs> and if, if not, you're not an adult, you are now. If not, um, when a disgraced former comic book artist <laughs> and a a fanboy are very drunk, then they, <laughs> then they have a special hug. Uh, and by special, I mean incredibly disappointing <laughs> hug. Uh, anyway, uh, bye. I'm going to stop before I keep going forever. Enjoy that image. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>